mountains are still being moved. And strongholds are still being moved. God, we believe. Yes, we can see that wonders are still what you do. And bodies are still being raised. Giants are still being slain. Cause God, we believe. Yes, we can see. Wonders are still what you do. We are
kind of sense this. Lay your hands on the people just like on their shoulders, the one beside you. There's a move happening in this room and I don't know what you need uh, if you need healing from whatever it may be I hear asthma and diabetes or there are any cysts in the room God is moving up and down these aisles right now. And I just want us to take a moment and let him do what he does. <laughs> do what you do. Do what you do. Ooh, this is the move. Do what you do. This is the move. Yes, Lord. Oh! 
upon me His anointing is empowering The kingdom of the Lord is within me And He's calling me To the
Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom even in the people of God. Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom even in the people of God. Please, I believe you are all doing well. to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, myself and my family, we are doing well. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Wow. Can you all hear me please? for this evening's meeting and I want to welcome all of you to this evening's session of the School of Spiritual Mysteries. We pray and believe that the Lord will help us enlighten the eyes of our understanding 
and show us the mystical secrets that we need to know, even to his own glory. Hallelujah. All right, let's take a quick word of prayer, then we dive into what the Lord has for us tonight. Blessed Father, we thank you, we give you praise and the glory, we honor you for this evening. We have come before thee once again as your children, we pray that the light of your word will shine upon us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Anything that has become dark, even in our understanding, Can you all hear me, please? All right. So we are still in prayer. Blessed Father, we thank you. Let your light shine upon us tonight. In the name of Jesus. Any place in our lives that have become dark, let your light shine. We overcome the works of darkness, even by the light of your word. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. I want to welcome all of you to this evening's session of School of Spiritual Mysteries. Here we dive deep into the matters of the spirit realm. I see the spirit of the Lord come upon you. 
upon you. The Holy Ghost sent from heaven. dive deep into the matters of the spirit realm and the Lord helps us by his light hallelujah all right the Lord bless you let's start this way if you are here you have any any question concerning the spirit realm you can ask before we go on to what the Lord has for us Any question? Any question? Okay. Can you all hear me, please? All right, all right, all right. Good. Okay, so um, my son, the Royal Dakar Prince, is asking, Daddy, please, should I ask about the Dead Sea or that's what you are treating today? <laughs> okay. You see, I want to 
I want to start talking about all the water bodies in the Bible. Are you getting it? And I'll pick each of them one by one. And there are a whole lot of things, you know, connecting to them. And this thing will lead me into eschatology. That is the main reason why um, I'm actually taking my time on that. Are you getting it? But then, there are a whole lot of mysteries surrounding the Dead Sea. A whole lot of mysteries. In fact, um,
thank you for tongues. I see the Spirit of the Lord come upon you. The Holy Ghost sent from heaven. Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me? All right. The network is very bad here, so um, I'm using a new technique to do that. Okay, so um, my son, the Royal Dakar Princess, was asking a question concerning the Dead Sea, and um, I said it will lead me to many things because that one is more scriptural than something spiritual you get it and it has a whole lot of mystery surrounding it and also a lot of eschatological um you know <laughs> and it has a lot to do with the end times it has a lot to do um connecting to the to israel connecting to jordan connecting to the euphrates and a whole lot of things and um well, I start talking about the all the water bodies in the in the Bible, we will actually understand these things. And I'm believing God that God will in next week I'll start that we have a lot of things to talk about, but God willing um, next week I'll talk about all the water bodies in the Bible. We'll pick them one by one, one by one, starting from the four rivers that came out of the Eden Garden of Eden, and we'll know what they stand for. And um, you see assignment fulfilling um, over the earth and we need to actually pay a particular attention to that particular thing are you getting it so we read the bible the bible makes mention of the river euphrates even in genesis and at the same time it makes mention of that same river in the book of revelation and it's a clear sign of what that river is actually standing for and we can't just brush it and go. We need to extensively go into it 
and understand what God is trying to do because rivers are very, very spiritual and prophetic in the dealings of God. And we need to understand that. And the Dead Sea is not an exception. You know, the main reason why they actually call it the Dead Sea is because of its high saltiness. There's so much salt in it to an extent that no organism can actually live in it. Are you getting it? So you, you will not you will not even find one one single fish in the Dead Sea. You will not find any other living organism in the Dead Sea because of its high saltiness. The question is why? And in fact, most of the things that most of the scriptures that we have actually came out of what we call the Dead Sea Scrolls. Because the Can you all hear me, please? Most of the ancient writings that we found, especially the book of Enoch, the book, even the book of Job, we actually found some of these things um, at the area of the Dead Sea. Why? And we'll go into that God willing next week. The Lord will help all of us. So, my son, the Radaka Prince. Um, there are a whole lot of mystical secrets around these water bodies, especially the Dead Sea. And um, God willing, next week we'll actually go into that. Um, the Lord will help us. All right. God bless you. Okay, the next question says, Papa, please, what was the source of Pharaoh's power when Moses was sent to deliver the children of Israel that made him to refuse? Okay. So, if you actually look at the scripture, um, it was not Pharaoh using any other power to resist. It was not actually necessarily um, Pharaoh. But then there were two people that were with Pharaoh who are known as Janus and Jambres. These guys were deep in the occultic works. They were so deep in sorcery. In fact, they were the ones who withstood Moses. As for Pharaoh, he was just sitting down. The only thing that Pharaoh did was that his heart was hardened. But then these two people, Janus and Jambres, were so anointed in the kingdom of darkness. So when Moses dropped his staff, they did the same. Moses' own tend to snake. Theirs also tend to snakes. But whatever Moses did, they manifested the same thing, with the exception of two main things. Are you getting it? Good. So you need to understand that definitely when you go into the scriptures, in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 8, Paul made mention of the fact that there is God and there are gods. But when Paul was making mention of that. He was focusing so much on God, not the gods. So he made a statement that there is no other power but God. And what it actually means is that all power belongs to God. Even the one that the devil is using, the very source of that power is God. Just that it has been corrupted by the devil. And that is why he's using it in the negative sense against the destinies of men. 
Are you getting it? So every power is of God. But then, the state of the heart of either a spirit or man Are you are you getting it? Good. So even all the powers of Satan, everything, it is actually God who gave. It is God who gave the power to the devil. But then he was not the devil. Let me explain further for you to understand. Now, the fact that you have been made a human being even if you don't receive any other external power from any source there is an Halloween there is an intrinsic power within you that you can use for many things in fact there are people who can see what is about to happen without the aid of any spirit no spirit but then they can sit down and build themselves people can even there's what okay when you look at the nature of man man is made up of spirit soul body there is something we call energy points the reason why your spirit is a bit different from your soul is because of their energy levels and the reason why your soul is also different from your body is because of the same energy levels are you getting my point let's take water as an example i can heat water to an extent that it will become vapor it is still water but this time around it has changed state the same water can also be liquid the same water even as liquid it can be cold or hot the same water too can become ice at this time it can be very hard when you hit somebody's head with it it can break now it has not changed from water it is water just that it is having different states based on the kind of energy released to it are you following Can you hear me, please? Good.
Ebios. God, there are many people the moment, the moment they begin to hear Can you all hear me, please? Okay. So you see, people can tap energy from their physical bodies. And that's what mostly these um, Chinese people do. They have understanding in the energy points of the physical body. So even sometimes, when you are sick in your head, maybe you have migraine, and it has been chronic, and you go to maybe somebody like a Chinese person to help you, they will not use the orthodox um, drugs that we have. Sometimes they will just massage your feet, and you'll be healed. Why? Because they understand that there are energies in your body, and these energies communicate to each other in various points. They have a way of massaging your big toe, either your left or right and you have a you you'll be healed in your eyes are you getting it now let me say this this thing that they are doing is not evil it is not satan that made it it is god that made it like that <laughs> because you see christians are very quick to call something Can you hear me, please? Good. So what I'm trying to let you understand is that even without the aid of any spirit, you now there is your the way you were made, Nankasano. You are you are a multi-dimensional powerful being. Are you get without the aid of any spirit, even without the Holy Spirit. There are many things that you can do that will baffle the minds of men. You just need to understand these things. Haven't you seen people do some strange things that they are not Christians? You know, they are not Christians. And there is no spirit involved. No, haven't you seen those things before? So you see, there is your makeup, the way you were made alone is power. That should let you understand that. Even the, the, the normal state of the devil alone, he has a little power somewhere. So Satan does not really need another power somewhere because all the powers that God actually gave to him, Jesus stripped him of it. So right now, the only thing he has is his corrupted nature. And that is what he's using now. His corrupted nature, which moved him from Lucifer to Satan. So the only power he has is the satanic power, which is deception. And once he deceives, he knows a lot of things about the earth and about men. So he knows that because he has been stripped of all the power that God gave him, before he can work in the lives of men he will need men 
So sometimes he will partner with men so that the power that is in men, he can actually tap that power for his workings. This is why, so long as we keep having witches, so long as we keep having occultic people, so long as we keep having fetish priests, Satan will continually, you know, do some evil things in the lives of men. But when all fetish priests decide that they will repent, when all witches decide they will repent, you will know how more Satan will be. <laughs> so understand that all power belong to God. All, all the powers in this world belong to God. Just that entities or creatures corrupt God's power in their hearts and in their minds. So the powers that fetish priests are using to kill people, it was originally God's power, but then they have corrupted it. Are you getting the point? So take note of that. All right. So I'm just trying to hit it on this point that Pharaoh actually had some people who were into sorcery and, you know, occultic knowledge and all those kind of things. So those were the people that used the powers that they had to, to withstand the power of God. Are you getting it? All right. Friend Paul also said, Papa, please, you said last week that you will be doing something for those who will be turning 33 years. Yes, I'll do it. Make sure you remind me before we close. All right. God bless you. My dear sister, Mamiya Jewan said, please, say, can communion not work if it's not ministered properly or not? Yes. The first key that you need to know when you are and partaking of the Holy Communion is that you should be discerning. You should discern that this is the body and the blood of Jesus. And that word discern there means you should understand and know. This is the main reason why sometimes you need an extensive and intensive understanding on what communion stands for before you can really benefit from it. Because the way the thing is, your lack of understanding on it will not help you. You will not experience any glorious thing. That means that you really need understanding in that. Are, are you getting it? So some people in the Corinthian church didn't know anything about it. They thought it was just food. So some of them will come to church on Sunday morning. They will not eat in their homes. Knowing very well that when we come to church... Will eat so and when Paul heard it, he got angry. So, in the book of First Corinthians 11, Paul wrote to them and said, Because of this, everybody should eat in your house before you come. Because the thing is not for you to be satisfied, it is the Lord's body and his blood, and it has a higher purpose.
And there are some people too, they told them that if you're in a relationship, don't take communion. So there are a lot of people, they are in a relationship. No, it's a serious thing. No? Some people say that if you, have, if you have sinned, you are not worthy, don't come and take it. So when, pa, are you eligible to take it? When you think you have not sinned? That is self-righteousness right there. You cannot partake of it. That's, that's a devilish thing. You need to be very careful. Huh? The blood that is washing away your sins, the blood that is reaffirming that your sins have been forgiven, you are not taking it. You want to, you want to be righteous in your own eyes. You say, now dear, I think I'm a righteous man. So when you approach the communion table you do that with a sense of righteousness in your own mind you are not you are, that's dangerous though. that's very dangerous in fact there are some churches if you're a woman and you are in your period you won't take holy communion i don't know which bible college they attended who ordained them into ministry I'm telling you and they can even go to the extent of saying also this is where mostly you say children do not take holy communion children give a child what are you taking the communion for now do you have understanding about some spiritual things do you know that we can even partake of the holy communion on behalf of others now don't you know that Let me give you a certain secret. When Jesus resurrected from the dead, according to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the Bible said, he appeared to over 500 of the brethren at the same time. When he resurrected from the dead, he appeared to over 500 people at the very same minute, the very same hour, but in different locations. Now, that should let you know how powerful the resurrected body of Jesus actually is. Now, when you partake of the Holy Communion, he said, this is my body. That is to say, when you partake of the body of the Lord Jesus, first, you reaffirm yourself. Are you getting it? Please, can you hear me? What it means is that you can actually travel in the spirit the more you partake of the Holy Communion. When somebody is sick and the person is far away from you, you can partake the Holy Communion on behalf of the person 
and the person will receive healing now if you there is a man of god in singapore his name is pastor joseph prince that is one of the means where they, they manifest miracles holy communion they will partake of it right now and you will be healed instantly it is a light that they have received in fact i heard a man of god even saying that <laughs> The Holy Communion, Jesus said we should just eat it to remember him. That is all. So it doesn't mean that it can do any good thing in your life. We are just doing it to remember Jesus. So wait. What? Now, do they understand the body of the Lord at all? Said any pastor that will tell you that the Holy Communion can solve problems in your life doesn't have a message. This is what this man of God said. How can you reduce such a powerful token? Now, many of us don't even know that this Holy Communion, the body and the blood of Jesus, is one of the tokens of immortality. Many of us don't know. One of the tokens that will actually prevent a man. Can I show you the secret? This is the secret that Pastor Joseph Prince caught. So if you look at the man, he's over 55 years, but he looks like a 23-year-old guy. Why? Because he said the Lord told him that there is a way he can live and will not grow old. I'm telling you, and his secret is the Holy Communion. Because he knows that the body of Jesus, even the physical body lived for 33 years. And that is the highest age. I shared this last week also. That's the secret he caught. So when he partakes of the Holy Communion, he knows that his cells are being renewed and is always receiving the younger dimension of cells. It is the key to stay first young and second to live long. If you catch this understanding, you cannot die before your time. Are you listening to me? If you're about to go for a trip and you are just, there's this sense dawning, you, dawning on you that maybe you get an accident, you will die, partake of the Holy Communion and go. He's now 60 years. I remember the time when, I think around 2016, 20 something, he was 52 there. I think now he's, he's getting close to 60 or maybe 60. He looks very young, very, very young. He's old though physically in age but he, when you look at him you know that something is working yeah something is working he doesn't look like someone who is 30 years old are you getting it so it is actually based on the understanding the light you receive in the communion that will actually work for you And that's the only thing you need now. The whole lot of doctrines surrounding the Holy Communion and who is here. I will surely get one time and, 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 and do a teaching on that. I think we have a lot of things to talk about. But... May the Lord help us. Okay, any other question? Okay, somebody said, please, after Jesus' resurrection, the Bible now referred to him as Lord Jesus. 
Jesus. What changed? Jesus? <laughs> a lot of things changed. <laughs> a lot of things changed. First, he, was, he has resurrected. <laughs> and he did not resurrect with the normal body. He resurrected with a resurrected body or a glorious body. Or let me see, an immortal body. Please, I, can you all hear me? Good. So, when Jesus resurrected from the dead, he was known as Lord because... A lot of things happened whilst he was in the heart of the earth. The word of the Lord said he was in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. And we all know, according to the word of God, he went to preach the gospel even to those that were bound in the chains of hell. And he overcame death. And when he resurrected from the dead, that was when God actually gave him his name. In fact, the word Lord, the name Lord, is the Father's name. This is the Father's name that he was trying to reveal to Abraham. When, was, when God was telling Moses that I appeared to your father, Abraham, by the name God Almighty, but by my name, Yahweh, did I not reveal to him. So you see, that name Yahweh actually is the name of the Can you all hear me? Good. So you see, when Jesus was erected from the dead, the Bible said he was given a name. So in the book of Philippians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, the Bible said, And being found in fashion as a man, he...
became obedient unto death, even the death. Can you all hear me, please? Good. So the word of the Lord said, Wherefore God also has highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name. Then that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. So you see, when Jesus obey, became obedient even unto the death of the cross, All right, can you hear me, please? Good. So it was when he resurrected from the dead that the Father gave him a name that is above every other name. And that name is the name Lord. And that word Lord actually is the name of the Father, Yahweh. Are you getting it? So the father gave his name to the son. And because the father gave his name to the son, the son was now able to sit in the throne of his father. Are you getting it? So in the book of the revelation of Jesus Christ, Jesus himself said, in the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verse 21, he said, To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. 
good. Good. So please, let's take note on that. Jesus, because of his resurrection, received the name of his father. That is the reason why things changed. Are you getting it? He said, what changed? <laughs> All right. So this, these two scriptures um, have helped us to understand. Any other question? Kabna loyalty said, Papa, please assign the blood of Jesus. What is the blood of man made of that they can cry out to God for vengeance? I have a message on that. I have a message on this. And when I was talking about the, um, the secrets of body fluids, I made mention of that. So you can go and download that message and listen to it. It will help you. All right. God bless you. Now, this one is also from Jarvis. He said, what is the difference between the blood of Jesus and the name of Jesus? How does it produce different results in a Christian's life? Okay. All right. Now, one of the things we need to understand is the same. It is linking to the first question that the man asked. <laughs> you see, first, understand this. The blood of Jesus is not a physical blood. It is not a red red blast cells kind of thing take note of that amen can you all hear me please because mostly when we hear blood we use our understanding of blood to think like that there are even beings who have blood that are not red they are here on earth with us when you cut them blood will come out but you will not even think it is blood because it is not red to you. Not all bloods are red. Are you getting my point? And take note, the blood of Jesus is not just a physical blood. That is the reason why need Jesus a lamb. And he slain that lamb before the world began. So before the world began, God actually slain Jesus and he used his blood to build the foundations of the universe. Now, naturally speaking, if blood is red and you put something white in it, what will be the color of the, that, that white thing? It will turn to red, is that not so? But then the word of the Lord says that there were a certain group of the saints in heaven who have washed their robes in the blood of Jesus and it has become as white as snow. What kind of blood is that? What kind of blood can wash a man and he will become as white as snow? Are you, are you getting my point? 
So don't be too natural when it comes to understanding the matters of the blood of Jesus. We will use these things as symbols. But then does no mean that is how the blood is like. No, no. Are you getting the point? I wish I can say something. One of the things about men is that we lack understanding in spiritual things. So sometimes it's difficult, even when we catch a little understanding about it, it's difficult to communicate it among men. If I tell you that the blood of Jesus is a person, some of you will not even understand it. <laughs> yes. You will not understand until you meet the blood himself in the, in the realms of the heavenlies. See, most of the things we actually link to human we is just for us to understand. Yes, because when you go to heaven and God wants to speak to you about the blood, maybe it is because you are a human being that he will choose a means that you will understand it very easy. Especially the way God spoke to um, John the Revelator in heaven. How he spoke Jesus turned to a lamp and this and that. For you know, if you go deep into the spirit realm to know actually what happened, it was not like that. But it's for our understanding. This is why I said there is something we call anthropomorphism. Where God reveals himself in ways that looks like he's a man. As in, the hand of the Lord is upon you. Making us think God has a hand. The eyes of the Lord is on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their prayers. Making us think God has eyes and ears like us. But then for understanding, we say it like that. <laughs> Amen. Oh, amen. I wish we all can catch some of these things. I remember one time an angel told me something I will never forget. <laughs> hey, I was praying. I was. I said, Lord, let me have an encounter of your throne. And whilst in prayer, I saw an angel came out of a light. He stood before me and smiled. I knew who that angel was. He's one of the coded angels of God's wisdom. You might know him, but you might not even know his assignment. When he came, he made mention of something I, I thought even till now I'm still thinking about it. He said, what if, it was like a simple question. So what if the throne of God is not like a normal throne that God is sitting on? He smiled and left. <laughs> I began to think, then I began to go into the scriptures where the Bible said, God said, heaven is my throne. He didn't even say my throne is in heaven. He said the whole heaven is my throne. Then what is the throne of God? Now some of you don't get it. Eh? <laughs> this is why when God himself is coming to a place, he doesn't come alone. He come with a certain system. And that system is called the Mechaba. It is known as the throne chariot of God. Are you listening to me? So when you put God, the seraphim, the cherubim, the 24 elders, and all those beings that make up the Mechaba of God, 
they are known as the throne chariots of God. In fact, there are certain beings known as the throne, the throne beings. Not like a, a chair. <laughs> you see, that's what we have been thinking all throughout. That God is sitting on it, an old man with white beard. He's sitting on a chair. And he's just commanding and just go and do this. Go and do that. If you see it like that, it is because you're a man. And God is trying to let you understand something. Are you listening to me? <laughs> In our understanding with God. Because some of you even think that heaven is a physical place. You do right clouds leave. heaven. There was a time a certain audio was circulating. Some people said they were in a plane and they they moved very, very high in, in the clouds. Thousand feet above sea level. And they heard angels singing. Uh, oh, some of you don't how many of us remember that? And they're singing. Oh, let me tell you one thing. For a surety and certainty. These same angelic songs, you can hear it in your church, in your own room, which is not heaven. Are you getting my point? There was a time a certain man of God in Ghana here, in Ghana here, who was playing keyboard and singing. And he just got up. When he got, got up, the keyboard was still playing and somebody else was singing. Everybody was hearing it in the, in, in, in the church. People were falling under the power. He, the man left the keyboard who was still playing. Who was playing the keyboard and who was singing? That was when oil started appearing in the hands of, of people. They went back to their homes after church. Some of them saw some kind of fruits they've never seen before in their bedrooms. Now that should let you know. You don't need to climb into the sky before you can hear angels sing. Abba! It is a clear sign letting people think that heaven is up there. You see, you see, you see that thing? But take note. Heaven is not a physical place. <laughs> oh, yes. This is why if I ask some of you right now, what is the key word for heaven? You will say something that is not the way it's supposed to be put. Okay, so let's say this. Heaven and earth will pass away. What you say is that also any assassin. Also. What about top? When we say something is at the top, what what and also at the end. So what's the difference between top and heaven? We are confused. We are confused. Are you getting? And even if you say William, and no crowd, you have missed it, cry. <laughs> because birds can fly in the sky because sky is a William. Are you forgetting my point?
Exactly. Because you see, there is no language on earth that is more specific and so deep like Hebrew language. Highly specific. I don't know how to even explain it. Because you see, you can have one word, let's say two words. Um, okay, you can you can get a word like come in the Bible. But if you go into the Hebrew, they might mean different things. Meanwhile, in the English, it is the word come. So if you think come is for all, you, you miss it. Are you getting the point? That is why there are moments after getting to know what the English is saying, try and go into details to know what the Hebrew actually said or the Greek so that you will have the original understanding of the writer. Else, you will read your own meanings into the scriptures. Are you getting it? For example, there are certain words in Hebrew you will never get their corresponding words in English. So even though the word is in Hebrew it has been spoken, what will the English translation say? So definitely we will be limited over there. Let's use words like a word like normal. What will be the key word for normal? I remember that the first time I asked this question, somebody said, ASR. ASR saying. We'll be saying, Dema. You see, that means that. There were certain words in English that we never got keywords for. Are you getting my point? So even there are certain things, for example, phone, for instance, it will be difficult for you to get one keyword for phone unless we try to qualify it with some words. Mostly what we have is like, I don't know if I get my point. Exactly. So right now, even phone, for instance, they will give it many names. Somebody said, Akasa Homa. Somebody also said, Ahoma Trofo. Which is which? <laughs> Who is it? Uncomode. <laughs> Look at it. Tetefon. Look at all these. Because in the times of old, we never saw anything like phone when we we're giving names to things. So now that the thing has come, we are finding it difficult.
Please, can you all hear me? Good. So, that is it. I don't know if I've answered that person's question. All right. Any any other question? Okay. Yes, I think I've, I've touched on this, um, Nana Kwame, and I said I will have a teaching on that concerning the, it is an angelic works, and we need to understand how they manifest and what they mean. And I told, I think I made a statement that first, you need to know um, your element, and we did that, I don't know whether it was last week or last two weeks, yeah, we used the date of birth to decode the element. Once you get to know your element, you will know that your chief angel, the one that rules over your element, then by that will decode the, the guardian angel. Once, because all these things that you keep seeing, they are your guardian angels trying to communicate to you. You get it. But then we actually need to decode the very thing they are trying to say. And so I have the message on the podcast. You can go and download and listen to it. I've not actually taught on that, but then I'll make time and teach that one as well, so that we know how to communicate with our guardian angels. Are you getting it? Yeah, because I know good, so that is it. So um, Kwame Dinobo has posted how to decode your um, your element here. So check within the range of your date of birth and get the corresponding element and once you find out um, i will do the teaching on that we know the chief angel in charge of fire chief angel in charge of this 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 and that then we know the guardian angel that is connected to these ones all right so nana kwame i will surely do a teaching on that um probably next two weeks so that um we get to know what these things actually stand for but then at times you can use the the biblical um number stands for in the scriptures even i had i have a message on decoding your destiny and i made mention of numbers and all those kind of things so you can also go and get that message. It will be a blessing to you. All right. Someone said, Papa, please, in relation to element and natural energy, can we tap energy from element that we found ourselves in? <laughs> Let me give you a simple work. All you need now is the Holy Ghost. And if there is anything the Holy Ghost wants you to do, he will tell you. Are you getting it? Because when you speak of tapping energy from element, it will be vague. Because if your element is fire, I don't know how you will tap energy from fire. But then there are basic things we need to understand about these elements. And I think I have a message on that one too. When I was talking, 
and about decoding your destiny. Yes, I went into details. Bam. Yeah. I told you how if your element is fire, some of the things that can help you financially, some of the things when it comes to business, some things you can do to make money that losses will be few. Are you getting it? So if your element is air, like myself, one of the things that will help you in business is when you do something that has to do with air, air. It maybe it won't be long. I'll have an aircraft um, company. You know, hallelujah. Yeah. So I need to understand that. Somebody says, sir, is astrology or horoscope good for Christians? There's a biblical one and there's the, the demonic one. Which one do you want? <laughs> you want both. <laughs> hey, any break? So there's the biblical um, aspect of these things that we need to take note of. You see? So the word astrology actually speaks of studying the stars. But there's another one known as astronomy. That one too has to do with the stars. But then, astronomy is much more on the physical surface whilst astrology goes a bit deeper into the spiritual side are you getting it Can you hear me, please? All right. So there is the biblical aspect of astrology and there is the ungodly side. Are you getting it? Now. So now, concerning the biblical aspect, what we need to understand is that there are angelic beings that God has assigned to stars. Are you following? There are angels that God has assigned to the moon and the sun. So the stars are not evil. Are you getting my point? They are for the Lord and they are serving a certain strong purpose. In fact, according to the word of God, the Bible calls the moon a faithful witness. A faithful witness. And Jesus is also 
the faithful witness. Now, you see, you, so you need to understand some of these things. These things actually don't forget. That's the first thing. The second thing is that God, according to the book of Genesis chapter 1, they were made, I think verse 14 or so, they were made um, for days, for months, and for years. Are you listening to me? Good. And God actually appointed angelic beings over these, um, let me say, bodies or celestial bodies. But then, during the fall of the of Lucifer, he also, because he wanted to take charge over the earth, he also apportioned some of these dimensions of the stars, the, the moon and the sun, to some demonic beings. Are you following? So, originally, take note that everything about Zodiac, everything was actually planned by God. Now, what we are talking about here is highly spiritual because there is nothing that happens on earth without it first happening in the stars, in the moon, and in the sun. If there are days on earth, then all these days, then all these days actually have that which they will manifest already playing in the stars. Do you remember that a time came when God was about to enter into a covenant with Abraham? The Bible said God called Abraham out of his room and told him to look into the stars and tell if he can count. Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me, please? Good. Now, do you even know? was that the God was planning to do on In the stars that he wanted Abraham to pick to actually understand that gospel now do you know that
please. Good. So, what God was actually trying to tell Abraham was that I want you to see yourself in the plan that I have purposed even for the earth. Now, do you know that there are what we call constellations and constellations are actually um, different to fulfill a particular purpose, having a particular name. So all the stars that we see in the sky, in fact, when they group themselves together to form a particular shape, they will have a particular name and they will serve a particular purpose. Are you listening to me? And the group of stars having one shape, one name, fulfilling a particular purpose is known as a constellation. Now, we all know that there are over 80-something constellations in the world, the one that we have yet discovered. And all these constellations, there are those that are close to the earth. They are 12 in number. They are known as terrestrial constellations. Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me, please? Good. Now, so I said, there are over 80-something constellations that we have discovered now. And among the 80, 82 or 84, we have 12 that are close to the Earth, known as terrestrial constellations. What it means is that these constellations are close to the Earth. So their assignments are actually for the earth. Are you listening to me? Good. Now, what it means here is that when we talk about the word zodiac, the word zodiac, take note, listen to me carefully. Now, the earth that we have, there are these 12 constellations that have surrounded the earth so all the terrestrial constellations have actually surrounded the earth on which we live but there are spaces in between these constellations so from one constellation there will be a space before you move to the next constellation 
and that space is actually the space where the sun passes are you getting my point whilst the earth is revolving around the the pathway of the sun is what we call zodiac zodiac is not a demon zodiac is just the path that the sun passes through around the constellations are you listening to me they've brainwashed many of us for us to think that eh, when we say zodiac it's, it's a demon if it's a demon do you take it Go and, uh, you you did geography in school didn't you study this one and then africans are some of these ignorant evangelists that are just talking about talking nonsense ah. may the lord help us <coughs> amen So we need to understand some of these basic things. Are you listening to me? Someone said, is it okay to name a child Jesus? If no, why? Oh, it is okay. We have a lot of Jesus. So we have a, there are people who are even called Christ. Because Christ means the anointed. <laughs> oh, we have a, ah, we have a lot of Jesus. So some of them cry are not Christians. Are you, are you following so please let's yeah let's take note of that so zodiac is just the pathway that the sun passes through in the midst of the 12 terrestrial constellations now one of the things we need to understand here is that one of the constellations which is a, a certain group of stars came together and they formed the shape of a woman and that shape of the woman the name that was given to this constellation is Virgo, which means a virgin. Now, do you even know that Jesus was actually conceived or born in Virgo? Do, do you know that? And in fact, when you look, when you go into Jewish history, Virgo as a big constellation full of plenty stars. There is one star in Virgo. It is called Zera. And that star, the name Zera means seed. So what that one is actually saying is that a virgin will, will conceive or carry a seed. Are you getting it? So you go into this kind of constellation and all the stars in that constellation are telling a certain story. All the stars in the constellation 
That's why I said, when they group themselves into a certain shape, they will get a name. This is like come together to form the Ghana map. And now we have the name Ghana, fulfilling a certain... You getting the point? Can you all hear me, please? Good. So you see, one of the brightest stars in the constellation Virgo is Zera. And the word Zera means seed. What it means is that a virgin will conceive a seed. Now, is it not the same prophecy that Isaiah gave? Now, this whole thing, eh, even Satan, even Satan himself, he knew it. And when you got to know that, oh, okay, so a certain virgin will conceive. So you see, we need to understand these basic things. Let me tell you something. Should a believer rely on zodiac signs and horoscope to know what is ahead of him, that is not the truth. That is not what you are supposed to do. Are you getting the point? That is not the path of life chosen for us. But it does not mean that we should just walk about ignorant of these things and call it demonic. No. No. Because there are many people who rely on these things and they've, they've taken away the matter of Christ and the Holy Ghost out of their, their, their lives. And these ones are not Christians. Are you getting the point? But we, there is a chosen path for us. And that path is the spirit. Somebody says, so what role does it play in the life of a Christian? It can play a lot of roles. For example, let me take you into understanding the same way we want to talk about how to connect with your guardian angel. Are you listening to me? If it is easy, I bet you have the Holy Ghost. Let him show you. Anna. <laughs> there are certain believers eh, who did not learn some of these things. But then, 
based on the level that they find themselves in their Christian work, they can speak to the angels. But you at your level, if you are waiting to get to their level before you can start having encounters and do all these things, I don't know what will happen. But then we need to learn basic ways on how to pick their signals. When they speak, okay, this is what they are trying to say. Let me follow. And all these ways are taught by the Spirit. Are you getting the point? He will give us clues on how to know what they are trying to say and what we also need to do in order to position ourselves. There are some people, eh, when they are about to travel, they will start feeling some itchiness in their palm. They will feel it ah, so heavy. Still, they will travel and go and die. Because when you tell them, and why is it that the Holy Ghost didn't reveal it to me? Was he not revealing it to you? Who told you it is only by dreams that he can reveal? This is our problem. I'm telling you, many of us, that's the issue. That some of you just get up, you invest anywhere. And when you lose the money, go and ask God why. Meanwhile, there are certain people who are not even Christians. They look at their elements and they know that no. The way my element is fire. If I do anything that has to do with fire in business, I will prosper. So let me, if I will not even cook, let me start a restaurant and let people cook. And let's see. By reason of my element, I can make money. And that is how people made millions. Without Christ. <laughs> but the Christian is there. Say, Holy Ghost, let me tell you. There are certain things, eh? Holy Ghost will not descend from your heart and tell you that. You, you see, if you don't learn some things, you will miss a lot of things. I'm telling you. That's what Christians keep doing. Can you all hear me, please? Good. So we need to this we need to understand some of these basic things. You just need to know your element. Yeah? You need to understand some basic things in life. Are you getting the point? There are some of you listening to me. Hey, can I say this? God can actually, haven't you heard that God said to some people, you are good to marry, marry each other. But their marriage did not stand. Haven't you heard that thing before? Now the question is, what happened? Now it might not even be something that both of them are doing wrong. Sometimes you go into it and it's elemental differences or elemental conflict. That is all. That is all because somebody whose element is fire, when it comes to the matter of anger, the person is hyper. When it comes to the matter of being depressed, it is very deep. That's how fire people manifest. If it is, if they are down, their downness is very down. If... <laughs> 
<laughs> are you getting my point? If they are angry, their anger is so hot. Now, if you are like this, and you marry somebody who is also like that, oh, forget it. If you... Are you listening to me? So God spoke. But the thing is, God didn't he see the element. God saw it, but he spoke. Why did he see the element and he still spoke? Because he knows that he has given you the ability to work on that kind of character. I don't know if you're getting my point. So you see, you shouldn't come and say, forget it, the marriage will not stand. But the simple way is this. That means that anytime God speaks, that you and this person, you can go, you can enter marriage. Discover your elements first and know the kind of work you are supposed to do and start doing it. Are you listening to me? God knows you can do it. For example, if I am at and my plans, because mostly earth people, they love establishment. They, they love to build. They don't like no, 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 they don't want to buy things. They love to build. That's what mostly earth people are like. And they are down to earth. Well, you, can, you can insult them and they just look at you. In their emotions, they know how to endure a lot of nonsense for long are you getting my now for for all we know that's that's the person too that god said as you marry that means i have a work to do it is either we balance the thing in a way that will help I'll let her buy what she wants to buy. She also let me build what I want to build. Then we'll keep the understanding and keep moving. Else, forget it. Are you following? So in
Can you all hear me, please? All right. So, please, let's take note of that. There is biblical astrology. That is what it speaks much more of your element. It speaks much more of your guardian angel and all those kind of things. But then we don't extend it into um, the other side where you rely solely on what um, all these things are saying. Because the more you do that, your heart will be drawn to another place. Understand that all the angels that are that God has appointed to rule over the moon, the stars, the sun, the enemy too has his own angelic beings who, who he has assigned to do that. That is why you always need to stay in the confines of the spirit so that you don't you know, extend your borders into a different place. All right. Somebody said, Papa, please, how is alcohol related to our spirit? And, oh, I think I've, this one, somebody asked me a question. I've answered that before. So, you can, then you have a lot of things to learn, oh, because most of the questions you are asking me have already handled them. So, you can go into the, um, the podcast, just download some of, some of them. You will be blessed. Hallelujah. If I go into it again. Um, all right. Somebody also said, Sophie, please, in relation to your teaching about conception, is it the mother or father that determines the kind of child that would be born to the couple? In other words, if a woman commits adultery and takes seed, will the child that will form and his destiny be different if it was the husband that impregnated her instead. Definitely, definitely. You see, when it comes to childbirth, you can make a mistake and go and sleep with somebody and conceive. But the conception and everything about it is not a mistake. The act can be a mistake. Are you getting my point? The act can be wrong, but the conception and everything is never wrong. So what happens is that when maybe a wife commits adultery and gets pregnant by another man, what actually happens here is that the child has already chosen the father <laughs> in the seventh heavens through whom he or she wants to come. Are you getting the point? Even though it happened through the mistake of the woman. That is why most of the physical things we see here are just at the mercy of some highly spiritual things. And if you don't have knowledge, you will bring someone who will have a godly assignment. But the act, or let me say, the medium through which that child came forth will be wrong. I don't know if you're getting my point. Yes. So we need to understand all these things. Some said that the place, can we use the zodiac to identify the man Jesus? Oh, I just made mention of it. Yeah. I have a message on that. Go, go on. You can go and download it about Christmas. I have a message on that. We decoded the man Jesus was born. Okay. All right. Somebody also said... Please, 
is water and earth combination good? <laughs> you see, they can be good at certain points, but then they can also be bad at certain points. Are you getting it? At a point where um, God used the sand to draw a border for the sea so that it will not cross to the other side. At that point, what it, it will mean is that somebody who is earth can actually tame somebody who is water in many areas especially in the area of emotions because earth people are stable in their emotions but water people are not when you meet somebody who is water some of the issues might be that they will change their minds very fast they are not stable they will say i'll do it then the next within few minutes they will change their minds but earth people are not like that so if you marry an earth person, that person will deal with you until you change. So anytime you, you are trying to change your mind, the person will say, no, no, stick to your plan. It will be confusion for a while. But then if you work on it, it will be, it will be, it will be, it will be stable also. Are you getting the point? Uh-huh. So we need to understand that. And understand that water people are not they are they are they are unstable you remember when jacob was blessing one of his sons he says unstable as water you shall be exactly so we need to understand some of these basic things uh-huh. and uh, mostly when it comes to business, for instance, earth people will love to build and give it as rent. You see, maybe they'll build a, um, a duplex. Say, okay, fine, let people stay in there so that we get money every month. But then it will not sound good to a, to a water person. They will love to, water people will love to have something that moves. You see, they want movable things. Things that must link to water and things that flow. Uh Mostly that's what um, water people...
Ni oh yami. All right. Okay. So the Lord bless us. Somebody said, Papa, please, is the throne seat of God? Deserve street answers. If I give any street answer, I will never help you. There is one end where we have enough time. Scriptural. And because it is much more scriptural, we will need um, some steps to actually understand them. Are you getting it? All right. Okay. If you are 33 years, or you're about to step into 33. Take note of this. Are you listening to me? If you are 33 years, or you're about to enter into 33, take note of this. The very moment you enter into 33 years, please don't let any day go just one step without you partaking of Holy Communion. Write this down. I'm showing you a certain secret of life. Every day, partake of it. You can do it once in the day or morning and evening, but with understanding. Are you following? And also, once you hit age 33, listen to me carefully. Don't think much about yourself. If all your plans are about you, change them. 
factor people into your plans. I'm helping you to live a life of purpose. Are you listening to me? At the age of 33, you are still thinking of yourself all the time. No, 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 no. That's not the life we live. Are you listening to me? So start making plans concerning orphans, concerning widows. Start planning. If at all these things, you should have actually done them before 33, so that once you hit 33, you'll just be executing them. We don't live life for ourselves again after 33. Don't do that. Because once you hit 33 and you are still thinking of how to make yourself this, how to make... You are, you are really failing in a lot of things. Are you following? Good. Take note also of this. There is not a single year that you pass without you visiting the orphanage home at age 33. You can do it once in a year. I'm trying to help you on a lot of things so that most of the aspects of your life that you have not seen the glory of God, you will start seeing it. Are you following? Good. So, affected a lot of societal needs in your hands. Don't be thinking so much of yourself only. It's good to think of yourself, but then don't be selfish. Let your, your plans and your thoughts be brought. And third, make a visit to the orphanage home every year. Write these things down. This is just the first step. I'll communicate the other things to us. You know that there is a God in heaven. May the Lord bless us and keep all of us strong. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Please, at exactly 12 a.m. GMT, we are all waiting for priesthood time. So make sure you join us. The Lord bless us and keep all of us strong in Jesus' name. Amen. Please, one of those 
more than 33 you can still do it you can still do it. but then this one is mainly for those who are 33 oh yes Bennett, you can do that you can do that all right yes right after here i'm going to upload the message so please um if you miss anything you can go into you can go to the podcast download it again and listen to it the lord bless us and keep all of us strong this week has already been declared a week of grace so we'll be live on priesthood time to fire prayer into the week and We are doing it on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Amen. God bless. You, Paul Ash, God bless you. The Lord bless you, man of God, Peters and Obed. God bless you, sir. I hope you are doing well. God richly bless you. May the Lord increase you all and cause His grace to be strong upon you. The man of God, Adam Fopa, God bless you, sir. God bless you. God bless you. The Lord bless you all. We shall meet at exactly 12 a.m. GMT for priesthood time. The Lord bless you and favor you all. Shalom. Bye bye.
see his glory feels like heaven on earth something's moving something's changing see his glory feels like heaven on earth Oh! 
to our community, show his ability, the will of the Lord for his children is to Something's changing, feels like heaven on earth. Something's moving, something's changing. 